Hey everybody, welcome to episode 223 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Robinson. <clears throat> um, it's ha- good morning oh, to you. Oh, normal decibels. Let's good just morning. do that. It's, good morning it's to you. It's early good in the morning. Good morning to you. No screaming. Okay. Um, so this will be a, sort of a shorter episode because we're only reviewing one thing. Um... Again, we do have Future Fest coming up, and we'll obviously talk about uh, our experiences at those, or if the experience is really terrible, we won't say anything about them, so that says something about it, right? You know, how that works. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, so um, jumping in on, on the fads, obviously, Oh boy. Um, we uh, decided to watch a show. Uh, it's not Blonde by the way, which is a film, so you should know that that's... A, will we watch that? Probably. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of like um, my interest is peaked in how terrible I'm expecting it to be. Right. Just it's, in right. from that standpoint. It's like anti-advertising. It's... It's like, it's so bad. Well, now I have to see why it's so bad. It's a personal adaptation of stuff. Like, it's not... Oh, did they Tarantino that like change the ending or something? So it's it's not biographical. I mean, like it is, and but then it isn't from what I'm told. So mm. that's what people have a problem with. They don't so much have a problem with the performance as they do the film. That the film itself is terrible, which I'm sure the director loves. Um, <laughs> so welcome I, to the show. Oh. I have. I guess I, I had reservations from the start because I was just like, since when did Marilyn Monroe have a Spanish accent? And don't give me the holes. Marilyn Monroe spoke in, uh, Spanish, but she didn't do it for her career. Like, that still doesn't answer my question. I didn't ask you if she was bilingual. I asked you when she had a Spanish accent. Yeah. She didn't. Um, but there is the conundrum. Spoiler alert, she didn't. In that, because, you know, she did look very cl- more like her than Michelle Williams did. Yeah. Um I think if nothing else like hair and makeup was phenomenal. Yeah. But there is gi- kind of that giant elephant in the room. You know, and then right away people become defensive. They're like, "You know, she learned how to speak English in a really short amount of time." Again, nobody argued that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about right. you're playing an iconic character and you can't sound like her. That's right. kind of an issue. Like, it's not that's, a slight against her. It's just yeah. Uh, like everyone's like, everyone right away gets so defensive about yeah. the wrong thing. It's like you're you're completely like skating the issue here and and ignoring the fact that that's I find that really distracting. Yeah. That it's like, but what? what how, how is this Marilyn Monroe? Like you can get the breathiness down and all that, but she still has an accent. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll see at some point. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Um, and we can maybe talk about how terrible it is together. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, but so uh, I was, uh, I have to admit that I actually, when um, the announcement was out about Dahmer, um, I didn't know that Evan Peters was attached to it. I was like completely disinterested, to be quite honest with you, mm. because um, my friend Dahmer or whatever it was, I think I watched like maybe 10 minutes of that. And I was like, I'm not interested. Like, was so, that a narrative or so, was that a doc? It was a narrative. No, I'll watch a doc. But like when it's narratives, I'm usually like, this is not, I don't know. So I, I don't go for like those types of things. Because like, yeah, so so slight, so just, we'll just shift it back a bit um, in, into. Well, just in general, I meant that my, they usually. Yeah. yeah. So into my, my twisted past i guess is uh in high school uh like most high school students had no idea what i wanted to do with my life uh, which is sort of a difficult thing to expect a teenager to know the answer to mm-hmm. uh, but i for several years had had a very uh concentrated type of interest in um psychology i did take a college course in high school for psychology so I mean it wasn't just like oh I'm kind of interested like I did like take the course and you know they it came about and I and I jumped on that actually I didn't want to take it because I thought I'd fail the test but I aced it anyway um one of the few things I've ever aced in my life because <laughs> I'm not a good test taker uh and so I had applied for John Jay 
<clears throat> which in the city, anybody from the city knows John Jay College. I did not get into John Jay because I had like a 2.4 GPA in high school because I hated being there since I was bullied. So clearly I did not put much effort into my studies, as they would say. Yeah. And there was no way in hell I was getting into John Jay. But um, I was very interested in forensic psychology specifically um, and uh, and crime scene photography. Go figure out like which one. I don't know. By that time, they were getting rid of actual crime scene photographers mm -hmm. and just handing that off to the officers. So I was advised not to um, pursue that for job security reasons. And so um, I've always been well-versed in the serial killerage, <laughs> killerage sto yeah. stories. Yeah, uh, I know, you know, when you say a name, I'm like, I got the face to that, like uh, some of the dates to, to a degree. And it's not a flex. It just, I I had issues <laughs> as a teenager. It's like a humble flex. Uh, and by the way, not like uh, always loved animals, not in a creepy way. Like I wasn't like, uh, you know, a, a serial killer in the making, but just that like, I just, I knew all this information because uh, surroundings were not good for me, I guess. Mm. Um, but like at one point, my, uh, at several points, my psychology teacher was like, talking about serial killers and forensic psychology and stuff like that and was actually like so there was this guy he uh god what was um sashia he blah 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 he spoke and i was like oh albert fish <laughs> like, you know mm -hmm. the moment where the chairs move and, like i was already the creepy goth girl and all the kids were like see yeah this is what we're talking about why does she know that um so I tend not to watch these shows a lot when they're narratives because I'm just like, I don't I don't like what they usually do with them. I'm more into like a, a documentary and like factual stuff. Yeah. Um, however, as I said, did not know that Evan Peters was attached. I would have been like, now I have to watch that. And so that's basically what happened when I was like, wait a minute, what? Because the picture they show of him is like this very brief moment where he puts contacts in. But doesn't look like if they had just used his face without the contacts and hadn't like yeah, photoshopped, thing. photoshopped the shit. Was that is that out of the poster? It was in the film. Pay attention, buddy. No. Um, I, <laughs> I, my point why was they that, chose that? Yeah, like what? It was did, a very is that brief. He did moment. See, here's the thing: is that it's been a really like, unfortunately for the world, uh, and specifically this country, there are a lot of serial killers. There's a lot. And there's a lot of details and there's a lot of victims. And it is so like I usually have to think for a minute and be like, wait a minute, what? OK, and like kind of get my grounding on what this person did because they start to jumble together. There were so many serial killers, especially in the 70s and 80s. I don't know what happened yeah. in those two decades. Uh, we just lost our shit. And so it's like I, I well, it was wicked easy to get away with stuff. Wicked easy, bruv. Um, yeah, like it's it, it was. Yeah, but it was always easy. I mean, who knows how many serial killers we had that we didn't know about because yeah. how did you track that in the 40s and 50s and, you know. Right. Um, anyway, so I like, look, we've talked about we've talked about Sir Peters like he is he's the full package. Yeah, he's adorable and he's beautiful to look at, but he is wildly talented. And that always means more to me. Yeah. That's just like a that's like a, a plus when you're adorbs mm -hmm. but he's a really really good actor very very good actor um however i didn't think he was this good of an actor like i thought evan peters was a really good actor i'm like oh it's evan peters right like he always kills it. like we uh, no pun intended that was terrible i don't I, there's gonna be so many like oh <laughs> she's trying to like i'm not i'm just i say kill a lot i don't mean that to be funny um but like i didn't really I'd seen his face before but I didn't really know him until American Horror Story I think that's how a lot of people kind of were introduced to him because that sort of was his big break and uh and then like Mayor of Easttown like we were fucking yeah. devastated spoiler <laughs> alert yeah. like that was that was it like we loved him so much on that show and so with that show I was like hold on like I already thought he was really fun to watch as an actor and then in that show he took it like his acting skills to a whole other level and i was like oh my god he's like really good and then this came out and i'm like yeah. okay all right fine that's fine you're just gonna throw this out at us that's fine and uh 
you didn't want to watch it as soon as you saw the name you were like no i don't do the serial well, killer I, stuff i don't want to watch I it i didn't know evan peters was in it i didn't recognize his face in it i watched the first episode without you i got three quarters of the way through the first episode and i was like there's no way that i'm not talking about this because i expected garbage i'm just being honest i thought mm-hmm. like evan peters will probably do a good job but i didn't think he'd do a great job because it was like Dahmer had such a distinctive Milwaukee way. Like, I don't know yeah. why I just thought like that's a that's a task. That's a big ask, right? That's really hard to do. And so I thought like he'll do a good job, but it won't be great. And then from the fucking opening scene, like just the cinematography and the lighting, mm. the set design. Because yes, I have seen those photo those photographs of the inside of the apartment. I've seen all of it's not hard to find this stuff online it's unfortunate that it's online for the families of the victims um and so when i saw the, his apartment and that set i was like oh no 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 they went like next level with this and yeah. i should have known because i mean he is known for good visuals sure yeah ratchet like we you know even if yep. i don't like pretty much any of the horror stories after like coven like it pretty much ended for me there um aesthetically he's always on point yeah so like i shouldn't have been surprised by that but i really was because i mean it felt like you were in those photographs that i've seen i was like this is so fucking eerie and so i was like all right listen you're gonna just have to get over it and you're gonna have to watch the show with me it's 10 freaking episodes (laughs) i'm sorry but we're going through this together and then we started over so um there's so many god there's Maybe it won't be so short of an episode because there is so much to go over with this show. I do want to sort of open with, and there's pros and cons, right? If somebody said to me, what did you think of the performances? Fucking aces. Yeah, all around. Like everybody killed it. Yeah. Everybody killed it. It was so good. Again, it's not a pun. I just, that's just what I say. Don't be stupid. (laughs) Don't cancel me. I'm not being an asshole. Everybody was spectacular. Um, set design, on yeah. point. Just on point. It was the probably one of the best sets. Like, you know when you watch, that's always the... Set design is one of those things that you don't think about because you're not supposed to if it's done correctly, right? You're mm-hmm. supposed to... It's supposed to just sort of be part of that environment and, and, and assist in what you're feeling when you watch something. Um, but... This was to a degree that I was that that it actually set the mood for me only because I was like, oh, my God, that is what I would have imagined his apartment to sort of feel like from the things that I've seen. Set design was amazing. Costume, amazing. The hair and makeup was great. All of that was amazing. Um, Now, as a story from the outside, the whole show was phenomenal. Yeah, it was amazing. However, I do have issues with the fact that we're not talking about this from an outside perspective, we do know better. We have access to the internet and to books and all types of facts and things. And so I had two issues with the show. And the first was my first major issue that they had with the sh- that I had with the show was that nobody was contacted. Right. And I don't like that. I think that's really like, look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna slam a halo on my head for feeling that way because we really shouldn't watch the show, right? If yeah. you think about that, right? If this was something that happened to me, I wouldn't watch this. I wouldn't like anybody that watched it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be like, why would you watch this? It's like the worst thing that's ever happened to me and our family and to the victims. And why is this entertainment? Like what fucking world do we live in? So I'm aware, like we have a a twisted, morbid curiosity. Um, but I do feel that people should be warned and to my understanding, the family found out when we all did. Mm. And that's not okay. Especially when you're doing reenactments yeah. of actual court scene. Yeah, You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. apparently the entire court scene, uh, well, I'm not going to say apparently. I have seen it, so I know. Um, the, 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 the court scene uh, at the end with the families kind of s- saying their piece was word for word and quite identical. So when you're doing that and you're not telling somebody that that's going to happen, that's pretty fucked up. I mean, yeah. like it's, I don't know. Yeah. Like why? Yeah. I, you know, I, look, 
if you have the legal right to do it anyway, what you're going to do, right? What are they going to say? Like, yeah, let's do that. You know, most yeah. people are going to be like, no, I don't want, if you're giving me the choice, if I have the control, don't do that. Yeah. And you're going to do it anyway, but at least warn them. And also I feel like they should be compensated. Like you're making money right. off of these people's well, that was grief. A big, that was a big thing in the movie itself. Itself. Yes. Which is ironic, right? That yeah. they put that in the film, but then you don't, yeah. You're not abiding well, by that right, as the, a production. The thing about a show is you can't put a monetary value to shows or episodes. No, but you can whatever. compensate people sure, absolutely. some for absolutely. whatever it is because yeah. something's better than nothing, right? Yeah, no, I agree. My, see, I feel kind of the same way. Like I was, I have very mixed feelings about the show mm-hmm. on a bunch of different levels, right? And so I'll break it down. Break it down. So... <laughs> From it, like you said, from an outside perspective, if this Dahmer person didn't exist and this was just a show, and that Stellar. was a, that was a, yeah, it was it was awesome, but but I feel like the show tried to pay homage to the victims more so than most shows would in yes. this regard, you know, and so I appreciate that. Yes, um, they didn't really show a lot of the uh, grisly details of like him actually performing the. Right the acts right. of, of violence on <clears throat> on people so i appreciate that they did show the photographs though Those yeah they are, show the photographs the, but... the, the photographs are staged but they are terribly accurate yeah but it's it's if the if the story you're trying to tell and and i appreciate before i get to the next point that i also appreciate the angle of the you know the the um the race angle the public service angle with the police and how that all that stuff came into play with the whole the whole scenario Mm -hmm. um because i i didn't everybody knows everybody knows who Dahmer is pretty much you know or they know of that person but they don't know like you know uh, how this person was almost like uh enabled Mm -hmm. by the system to continue to do what he did and so, um, and granted, it was a different time, sort of, but it's still pretty horrific, the the, the system failing the way it did. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, it all comes back to race, right? There's a huge race mm-hmm. factor in all of this. And I'm really glad they touched on that because I didn't know any of that. Um, and it just makes me even more sad because it's, you know, it's, nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. But the show is really trying to balance... It's tricky, right? Because I don't. I'm not the type of person that wants to see um, grisly murders on TV. You know, that's mm-hmm. not my jam. However, it's tough to get into the headspace of what this person did. It's tricky because his personality is almost very childlike. He's he's charismatic. Yeah, he's, he's charismatic. Charming in a he's way. charming in a way. He has this kind of like innocence to him mm-hmm. on the surface level, and then so. When you're just telling me what he did, and I'm not seeing what he did, then there's a disconnect for me uh, from an emotional standpoint. And so you could say, well, this person over here... But isn't that ironic? Because you love when they don't show things in right, horror movies. Right. But the problem is that there's a... there's a, And I, I'm, not, I'm not... This isn't an argument to have that stuff in there. I'm just saying my experience watching it mm-hmm. is I found myself not really af- afraid of this person there was no fear there was no there was a couple of scenes of tension with him but for the most part it's like i almost felt bad when he died at the end you know spoiler alert um <laughs> i mean you know because because strictly because of the portrayal of the character mm-hmm. right because he portrayed it mm-hmm. in this you know i'm sure the way he was and the way he was able to continue to keep doing all this the you, most serial killers aren't assholes because they don't they don't get very far right and so he's very charming well and, some are it yeah, just some depends are. where you are i mean gacy didn't seem like a very nice guy but um you Lots, know i mean you have a lot of like crazy like henry lee lucas Otis tool fucking nutbags and they looked like nutbags and they yeah. acted like yeah, nutbags so, but, but but you know it just depends where you are like yeah. in the in the environment what you can get away but with. i just think the combination of of the personality that he had and then them trying to be very cognizant of the victims mm-hmm. kind of led to this area of like not really like there was no weight. I want to be careful when I say this because it's it, I'm talking about the movie, obviously, not the actual events. But there was no weight to the victims 
that in this film because we don't know we don't we're told how horrific he is you know and it's like oh he murdered a bunch of people okay yeah. so there's just there's just this visual disconnect from mm-hmm. it all and so um again you know should the movie be I mean, there's a strong argument for the movie not being made at all and i'm i'm ha- i'm pro- part of that show. argument but show, show yeah but it's it's it, there was just this disconnect for me and I, I feel like it almost did it almost came back around to like being like less effective that's as, so interesting as, as 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 a viewer because yeah. because it's like well he did all these horrible things and it's like well he killed 17 people and it's like well I, I don't know like it's it's, Just so you know, we genuinely have not spoken about this. We're yeah, having this conversation. We save I, this for the show. So yeah, I'm hearing like how you feel to, about this. I didn't want to tell you this before that the is show. Interesting. But, but it's like it was so interesting for me. It was an interesting experience with this show because because of that, right? Because there's this hmm. there's this separation of of the horrible things that this person did. The tragedies that these people had to live through, which are just I can't even fathom that. But then also the show like trying to pay homage to the victims, but then also almost lightening him mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. a degree in which he seems less um, horrific. I mean, you could say, "Oh, he murdered seventeen people." It's like, okay, but like, well, I think but the it's like if, if it's just a passing so... line, then it's not something that really sticks to your psyche while you're watching this story unfold, and then yeah. you're seeing his charming personality over and over yeah, again. Yeah, and I so agree. the tone of it was kind of a little off for me in that regards, you know. The tone of the of the of the show overall was great, but the tone of balancing the horrific things he did with the um, um, with the the you know because you had whole episodes that just I focused think on the victims. You're very much desensitized because violence is so widespread in in media and film and television. Because there were people that were genuinely they found the the show very disturbing. Uh, so the fact that it wasn't disturbing enough for you to well, you know think, what I'm, i know I you know what a, i'm saying i don't think it was a disturbing thing i was very disturbed by a lot of the things well, that not, happened but if, not you, if you visually look at the show disturbing. It, it wasn't visually disturbing enough for you to um be invested the way i think but you, you would you want know somebody what was to disturbing be for me in the show was the ed gein scene and the john wayne gacy scene listen those ed two gein. scenes <laughs> those two <laughs> scenes were more disturbing than anything Dahmer did um, well and and because mm. because they I'm just saying visually no, no, in no, the yeah. show no, no, no. from a storytelling yeah. perspective, not from an actual perspective. I get you. Look, here's here's the thing. So I found that very interesting. Um, and that's kind of part of the disconnect, right? Because well, Ed, Ed Gein's scene was more... They showed you yeah, they showed the body. You after, and and, and I, John I, Wayne Gacy, they I showed you the whole you. damn scene of him doing yes. his thing. And it was very aggressive. Well, they didn't even really show... I mean, the, the worst of, of, of Gacy's was more what was going on in that crawl space. That you had that many yeah. 30 plus bodies um, rotting down there. Um, but Gein... Like, once they brought up Gein, I was like, oh, this is... I was... I immediately went to like, are they going to show the body and the eviscerated body in the shed? Because that's like such a big thing, uh, you know, that people connect Gein with. Now Gein's been, you know, he's, there's the connection to Silence of the Lambs. Was he, you know, that they took little bits and pieces of who he was and how he functioned because he did make body parts and use belts and things and all that stuff. Um, So uh, I was like surprised that even though it was for a split second that they did show it. um, And as you you can confirm, like as soon as they started talking, I was like, so I think actually, when they were like, oh, the things that he did um, at the same po- the moment they showed like the bowls, I was like cereal bowl. Like I knew like yeah. everything because I'd known the details of, of that story. And he did really horrible things. And there are photographs of things that he had and stuff. Uh, he did a lot of grave robbing too. So it wasn't. See, that's the thing. Like Gein was not as prolific to my, if memory serves, he was not as prolific in actually murdering people as Dahmer was. So that's why that's interesting to me, right? Because it's what he did was so much more graphic and detailed, right? That we stick to that. We're like, oh my God, look how horrible. But he was grave robbing a lot of the times. These people, and I'm not making light of what he did, but he didn't actually kill these people. Whereas like Dahmer legitimately killed these people. He to me would be a bigger risk than Gein is. 
So I can't watch this show from your perspective because I know all of the details and I've seen the pictures of what he's done. So I will say I have a very strong stomach for very gruesome things. Um, Dahmer was probably the only, uh, one of a few, very few that I kind of, that I was like, I kind of wish I hadn't seen that in terms of his victims, because one of the pictures that they did show on the Polaroid um, was, like I said, like painfully accurate to what the actual photograph looked like. Um, and it, it was like this thing he had with posing his victim. It's just the pose is so unnatural and it looked just horrible. And it's like, whenever I think of Dahmer, I always think of that victim. Mm -hmm. Every single time I think of that victim that's posed, that's decapitated and posed like that. Um, and so when they showed the, you know, the, 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 the photographs that they did, I was like, holy shit, I didn't think they were going to show that one. I was like, okay, it was quick, but you're still like, oh my God, that is exactly what it looked like. Yeah. Um, so I can't watch it the way you did because I do know I have seen the pictures of the head and the hands and the penis that yeah. he had and that, the, you know, that they did for the crime scene. And so I've seen that. So it's like, I didn't need that. I thought, but I would think that it was like ominous enough to know that like that barrel in his bedroom had like bodies dissolving in it. Mm -hmm. um, I think it would have been, I mean, look, I'm not defending them, but I think like in their defense, it would have been really egregious for the families if they had shown that. Oh, of course. That I feel like I'm that would have been a lawsuit. I'm, just, <laughs> like, I'm not arguing that they should have. I'm just saying Yeah, that no, I get what you're saying. There was a but disconnect. And that's the problem with I these. think if they could have gotten away with it, they probably would have. Probably. But, no, you know, Murphy, there would have yeah. there would have been issues with I, that. But it's it's more an argument for why the show even needed to be made in the first place. You yeah. Know? It's like, yeah. you can't, you can't tell that story. At least like... Well, th this goes into my second soon. issue, right? So my first issue was with the family not being uh not being notified and also not being compensated um rita rita isbel i believe was earl Lindsay's sister um that had the courtroom fucking outburst that that is so infamous in, in this case um that's like to to recreate that from freaking they got the whole outfit down. Mm -hmm. They had her mannerisms down, just the way she lost her shit. I mean, they copied the scene. And yeah. to not let that person know. Yeah. When I first started watching the show, I thought, oh, yeah, I didn't find out until we were done with the show that I was like, oh, shit, they didn't know any of this. Like, yeah. this is like, this is a lot for somebody to. Yeah, it's not that long ago. To, you know have as a form of entertainment really and to not compensate them again i'm not saying that they would be like oh sure like have at it but like shit hand them each 25 grand i don't know like i don't have a number but something is better than nothing yeah. and um to to know that you are going to think of the budget think of mm -hmm. the budget that this film that this show had that i'm sure they had with it being ryan murphy and was it ian ian i forget the other his partner there and writing and stuff um there's no way that you couldn't find like that you couldn't pull like 500 grand to split between 17 fam like there's just no way yeah. something you know what i mean like just yeah. something um and so that that that's that's a huge issue for me my second issue which is a very big issue is that if you're going to make a show like this especially if it's 10 episodes right if you're going to make a show that is a biography of somebody's life why would you a take liberties or b leave things out yeah. i don't understand that and i understand that it's like look to put all the details like every detail of it would probably a 20 be a 20 episode show and i i understand that um i don't know make two seasons i don't know like what the resolve would be there were a lot of things left out about Dahmer that i think we would have been less uh i'm air quit compassionate towards him for mm -hmm. and then there were things that were just there were just egregious for instance um and i remember this specifically because i remember reading this when i when billions of books i've read on him the scene with the blood that he brings home that didn't happen hmm. um it was a vial first of all when he worked there it was a vial and i think he like if memory serves he did taste it or something like at the like went somewhere in the building and did that in private he didn't like swipe 
bags of blood and then just like drip them all over his face in his bathroom like that didn't happen and I think when you're dealing with somebody who is dismembering people who is drilling holes in their heads to make human zombies and eating their body parts do is that is that what's going to solidify their insanity is like yeah no 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 I know he he cut the heads off and posed the bodies but do you know what else he did he poured blood in his mouth like that's yeah see that's the (laughs) way more concerned with the other thing you say all those things that he did and I'm like wait that guy did that you know because there's just this disconnect because um he come on the show like I, I, I think I they kind of if... glazed over the details, uh, the, like the actual details. They were just yeah. like kind of like, oh, we found body parts in the fridge. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, 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 no. Back yeah. up. Explain what you found in the fridge and who they belong to and all, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. But again, I don't know how we do that sensitively with the family. Yeah. And I, so. I don't think you can. And, and yeah. you know, it's it's look, it's an interesting character study from from a psychology standpoint. It's like, what makes this kind of person tick? Like, yeah. I don't get it because That's, Dahmer that was seems, my interest I don't in know, it. I don't have the, the wealth of knowledge about serial killers, but he seemed very self-aware. Yes. You know, and so that to me is very fascinating, right? Because, and terrifying. That's what makes him so right. scary. And so he's able to kind of compartmentalize what he's doing that way, um, where he can have these genuine feelings of, of of awareness but then still be caught up in those moments of you know when it when when you get you know i don't don't know what it would be psychosis or or whatever so there's just this kind of weird fascination i think a lot of people have which is why the show was probably made and is doing well with with that psychology Mm -hmm. um but i think there's a better way to tell that story than um you know if you're really like if if you want to tell a story about that then you can tell a a, a narrative story that's loosely based on him maybe or something you know and so um i just didn't think the show needed to be made that said i thought it was executed very well um and it's a catch-22 yeah. because as a show it was for me one of the best of the year yeah. like as a show just if yeah, you're which is detaching, sad because it's like it, it comes with all this baggage. Exactly. So there's know? there's so much to unpack here, right? We've talked about this before that the unfortunate issue when it comes to um, just the unfortunate issue in reality when it comes to a serial killer and their victims is that it's never about the victims. And would we there would not have been a show for us to watch or a show to have been made had it not been for his victims. This is the biggest problem, right? We sort of sensationalize mm-hmm. the monster and then we set the victims to the side. It's a massive problem that we have. We don't and so this is where this is where I have like a love hate with the show because on the one hand I'm like, right, okay, probably um should not have been made. But then here's another thing that happened is that when when I was studying, uh, you know, Dahmer and all that stuff, I air quoted, um, and and I've read all the books and stuff. It's you're you're 100% in there for Dahmer. You're reading a book about Dahmer, what he's done, his background, his life, what's led him to this point, psychosis and all of this shit, right? And you're getting into all of the fucking nooks and crannies of this person's insane behavior. But the victims to me were like, oh, they put up like one page where they're like, there's the faces, right? And you just go like, yep, all these people have faces. Those are the victims. They look like people. Um, but then you go right to the next page where you're like, oh, here's this dead body and all this stuff, right? Because that's where your morbid fascination goes is there. And you don't actually humanize the person. Like, it's almost like we, we've we convinced ourselves that these people aren't real. You know, like right. they're, they're not real people. It's just... The, it's like they're AIs, you know, they just made a face. and They're like, oh, these are the victims. You're like, oh, wow, so many. Oh, look at all the victims. And then you go to what has happened to them, you to their demise, which is yeah. horrible. So as much as I feel like part of me is like, should the show have been made? Another part of me was actually able to humanize the victims in a way that I hadn't done right. prior to this show. So this is where like, I just like, Look, every everybody everybody did an amazing job. Like everybody did an amazing job. Nisi Nash did really good. You know, every time I think of her, I think of like Reno nine one one. Like that's just what yeah. I automatically go to. Um, we'll get into her character as well. But there were two actors in this show that 
like massive shout outs to so sean j brown who played tracy edwards who was the first victim who got away yeah. he was a victim of his fucking trauma but not uh, thankfully not a victim of his uh actions right. um so well, he... tracy edwards uh well to an extent i mean obviously ptsd and tracy edwards did have i think he was actually arrested for um, murder um ironically um but his character like you think in, like you're watching in the beginning the like what do you do in that moment i would have died there's no way i i, I don't think that i have the survival skill because i go into panic mode to have actually played that off you know where he was like oh no no yeah let's take these pictures like let's take the pictures like yeah. can you imagine your will to survive where you're able to in with all knowing like oh when you realize what what you're in right you're like oh shit, this person's gonna kill me you're seeing blood stains on the bed they've handcuffed you by one hand but you've been handcuffed the house smells you start to piece everything together to be able to survive that to make it out of that apartment also like i think all the locks we'll get into this we'll get into like the th that wasn't a thing um so also tracy edwards did not uh go back i don't believe mm. um again i probably should have looked this all up and really confirmed it but i'm just going by what i remember um and so that guy even though it was a small part i mean it set the tone like he really yeah. like it, that, that he did an amazing job for me rodney well, right i mean that that one act right there kind of summed up the whole experience that one act was him. why i made you watch the show because i was you like know, wait because, a minute <laughs> well because it sums up so much right it's like you have this this guy who damn near killed somebody goes to the cops the cops don't really care sort of you know and, yeah. and so um i mean yeah well, that's kind know, of his story to you know to see and and this detail i don't know but like in the show having the cops sort of suspect him right he's on the ground with his hands up and meanwhile it's like hurry you yeah, know like yeah. um and so um the other actor was rodney burford uh burford i believe um he played tony Hughes. Tony Hughes's character was like, this is where, oh, it's so conflicting, right? Because I don't, I, I don't want to be like, good for you, great job, but because it is, it is problematic. But like, I knew what was coming. I knew it was coming. I knew Tony's, like when they said Tony, I went, ugh, because <laughs> I know, like, I'm like, yep, I remember that name. I knew what was going to happen to this character. And yet somehow I was still, I, I you know me, I, I, sh I turned my face away, even though they hadn't been showing stuff. So I was pretty sure they wouldn't show, but I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And I thought if this is the person that they decide to be graphic with, I actually don't want to see it. Like it's, it's not really happening. It did happen, but it's not really happening. It's not like I'm watching footage. Right. I just, I loved that character so much. For those of you who watched me, I remember Tony was the gentleman who's deaf. Mm -hmm. So Tony was had had known him for a while this goes into another thing of like the details the show made it seem like they like hung out a couple times but his family and friends said that they, they to their knowledge he had known Dahmer for like a year or so at least yeah. um and that there was perhaps like a, a dating aspect to their relationship um what's even more amazing is that he's not uh he was in Deaf You which is more of a documentary uh, uh, a reality show uh, he is actually deaf, so fucking shout out to them yeah. for, like, not, to, like, I was surprised. I was like, they actually used a deaf actor. Like, that's amazing. So well, I will. I don't, thankfully, I don't think you can anymore because. Well, I'm sure you can, but you, but you deal can, with backlash. It's... Yeah. Right, uh, so right. I'm not, I'm not saying that the reason was genuine, maybe, no, you know. the reason will never be genuine. Uh, like, luckily, we know how luckily, that goes. I mean, yeah. But this is an, a perfect example. This is an amazing example, right? Not only did you use somebody who is actually deaf, but he's not an actor. Hmm. He was in the reality series and he did this. I think he plays football. Hmm. I, if you told me that guy had been acting for 20 years, I'd believe you. Yeah, yeah, he, he did well. He did amazing. He did amazing. <laughs> like, Tony, it's, so here, here was this weird, yeah, this is not gonna be a short episode. So here's where shit got weird emotionally and there was a shift. I'm totally with you in like, Everything before Tony, despite knowing the details, everything before Tony, I was like, it's Evan Peters. Here's where it gets tricky as well. Evan Peters, he's adorable. Yeah. Right? 
he did resemble Dahmer. He's much better looking than Dahmer, but he did resemble Dahmer. So there was that. But let me tell you something, the high-waisted shorts, the giant dad sneakers, the, the, the fucking slicked hair and the huge glasses, it's still Evan, uh, he's still adorable because it's Evan Pe- Like you can put all those things on him. You can give him a Milwaukee accent. You could do all of that stuff. He could be Wisconsin. Yeah. It's still, he's still adorable. So it's kind of like, yeah, I realize, especially with Ryan Murphy, like he's going to pick Evan Peters because he likes to work with him. But I kind of wish they had picked someone we didn't know. Yeah. Which does that work financially? I, you know, are yeah. you going to get people to watch the show? Sure. Yeah, because a lot of people watched it for him. But like, I think, and it's a conflict because he did, like, I'm not saying they shouldn't have picked Evan Peters. I personally think this is the performance of his career, quite honestly. I think it, it was really. Well, so far, hopefully. Well, I ho- so far, yeah. But um, I, I didn't even know he had all this. Mm. And, I, and I thought he was great, but I didn't even know he had all this. Um, but there was a part of me that was like, in terms of like watching it the way I we should have been watching it emotionally, it should have been an unknown that was a little creepier looking. Yeah. Because he's got this cute little button face, even with the costume, he still has his face. And it's just like it's still his face. And I still think of Evan Peters and yeah. it's hard for me to think of Dahmer. So I mean that's more anecdotal, but I think that was the point, right? Where like he was very yes, unassuming. I mean, I, you know, way. when we think of serial killers, right, we're like, oh, big, crazy, ugly people. I mean, Dahmer was n- certainly not a model, but he wasn't, he was very average looking. He wasn't like horrible looking. He yeah. just looked pretty average, you know, and, and unsuspecting, which again is what makes this so terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, I think lots of, lots of women crush and men crush on, on Evan Peters. So it was just a really tough choice to, to sort of separate. It's yeah. just like, ah, I don't know. I do wish it had been somebody that I didn't think was so cute. Yeah. Um, and so before, up until Tony, um, I even turned to you at one point and I'm like, why the hell am I sort of like trying to defend Dahmer in moments where it seems like unjust things are happening to him? I'm like, uh, yeah. this guy's a fucking serial killer. Yeah, that's like, the problem that I kept coming across. And the part was with the father. Uh, with the when the mom when she left remember when she left mm-hmm. and then something ha- what is some something happened was it with school or or something like that and i went well like what do you expect the kid was abandoned and he's on his own i'm like why am i defending yeah. him um and and that also that also speaks for the performance that he he did such a great job at getting you to sympathize with his life yeah which is an amazing feat knowing what he did, you know, but I like you got me right because I was like, did I just I seriously it's... try to defend like something yeah. that happened like this is that's not a reason. And I, I wasn't defending it like in oh, that's why he became a serial killer. But I just thought like, look, not to be controversial, but like being a teenager, especially at that time where like you weren't it's not well, I mean, I, you could say it for now. It was different for our generation. We were kind of like forced more to take care of ourselves. But like during that time and then now the new generation, like they didn't, especially boys, didn't do things for themselves. So to leave a teenage boy alone is like they don't, does he know how to do laundry, cook, anything? Like he doesn't know how to do anything because your mom did all those things for you. And, you know, so I'm not going to say that that wasn't like a fucked up thing to happen, but like boo hoo, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like worse things have happened. Um also, you know, just just going into um, uh, the relationship that he had with Richard Jenkins with Lionel. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Jenkins also, like, everybody did such a good yeah, job. Richard Jenkins is probably one of the more underrated actors. Yeah, he always he always does a really it's good always job. Always really good. I always think of him from Witches of Eastwick. That's the, the first thing I think of is oh, yeah. he played, um, God, what the hell was her name? God, I can't remember her name now. Her husband. Um, so... I just like Michelle Pfeiffer. No, it wasn't Michelle Pfeiffer. She was the. It wasn't uh, the three witches. It oh. was. It wasn't Cher or Pfeiffer or Sarandon. It was the other woman. Oh God damn it. Um, Pfeiffer. So, like they took liberties with that as well. I don't believe that his father was as invent. Like, you know, they had him like driving around looking for carcasses. I don't think that happened. Um, uh, right. So the liberties. Well, anyway, so let me just finish my thought. I'm all over the place because the show is so crazy. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> my brain is just doing somersaults. 
I'll finish my 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 thought. Um, prior to Tony, I was like like you had said, just sort of like invested in this character that I wasn't thinking of as Dahmer. I was just thinking of as this separate character. And then Tony came in. It was a really smart thing to have these backstories. I only wish, and this is why I say it would have been nice to have two seasons. I only wish they had done that for everybody. Yeah. Like why that victim, like he got the most attention. Mm-hmm. Um, even it, like, why didn't they have, uh, um, Tracy when he was on the stand like he was on the stand yeah <clears throat> and explaining everything that happened to him that night which would have conflicted what they actually put in the show just saying but you know uh with that opening scene and how he got away yeah like how could you not have at least a well, small scene of it, him being that, <laughs> in the courtroom like, that was the other thing that kind of came off for me in the show was that he was just very blase about it like this person got away it's like whatever like who it, the victims. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't until the third person that got away. Because you had the first person you got away. You had that one person that when it was at his grandmother's house, mm-hmm. he got away after being drugged. And then you had this third person. And so... That was... They also took liberties with that. His grandmother grandmother didn't do that. Yeah. But... Uh, so you had three people that survived him. And it took that many people before you, something actually happened. Mm-hmm. And, or, actually, technically, you could say four because one did kind of get away and then... Mm-hmm. And then ended up going back, which is probably one of the bigger notes of the yes. of the case, you know, in terms of uh, failure on the public service side, I guess. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's it's a lot of what I took from it was the failures that took place mm-hmm. that allowed this, that enabled this to keep going on. You know, and look, you can't prevent every crime from happening. You really can't tell the future, but. I think, you know, there were enough signs. There were there was enough signs, there was enough opportunities that were not taken to allow this and so I think that there's culpability there to a mm-hmm. certain degree and so uh not to a certain degree, I think there is absolutely culpability there and um you know, but I don't know if the show just didn't touch on it if there was some kind of reparations made to to family and, and, well, they're, they're, and victims well, this and is stuff where the liberties in, in regards to that. were taken as well. Like, yes, they did get and the compensation. make the goddamn park already. They're not going to make Christ. that right. The, you know, they got the compensations that they got, which were, which will never be enough because there's no number Oh, that's number right. There that. was like an undisclosed. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no number that you can put on that. Right. Obviously. I'm not, obviously but I'm just but saying like. Like, the, for me, <clears throat> we have to get into the liberties. Okay. So we'll just wrap up. Tony fucking broke my heart. I had to turn my face away. Uh, they didn't show anything. But if they did, I didn't want to see it. Like, that right. was how impactful that story was. And I was like, okay, this is where the show should have gone. Give every one of those victims, even if you didn't have a lot of information on them, give them, humanize every single one of his victims. Mm-hmm. That's what should have been done. Make it a two-parter. I don't care, but that's, I mean, it wouldn't have made it better that they didn't contact anybody, but it's like, can you give justice, like, humanize all of these people and not just make them faces and names at the end, at the end, tiny little pictures for because like then, five seconds, because, like, oh, here's all the victims. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, sure, like, it yeah. should have been each victim because, because that had the page themselves, like something. It right. seemed like such an afterthought. Right. Because you can, you can like, I mean, you can tell this story and you could tell the stories from the victim's perspective mm-hmm. and without having to, you know, it's like paying homage to the life of the people that were, you know, got yeah. caught up with him in a way. And you don't even have to show anything. And that that perspective, because, because right, wh- where's that line, right? Where's the line from sensationalizing an evil person, which is what the show is, mm-hmm. right, essentially? Mm-hmm. You could pay as much homage to you want as the victims. We're watching victims, it because it's called Dahmer. But yeah, the the show is called Dom or not the names, you know, the names yeah. of the victims, which I couldn't name them all. I could name like two or three. Um, and so that to me would have been very interesting and kind of a respectful way to say this person meant a lot to this family and this is how a good person and they maybe were they and blah, didn't. blah, blah. Maybe they had horrible lives, but they should still be yeah. honored in a way. I don't know. This show, it was a balancing act. They did such amazing things for the victims in some ways and then also didn't give them enough in others yeah more than i think a lot of a lot of shows do so i do give them credit for at least giving backstory for some people you know but But, i just felt like they could have done that for everybody like people were sort of left out in a way you know they they didn't get as much attention and 
they're going to say, well, we didn't have enough time. It's like, well, then you make time because you're, you, the success of this hinges, it's, it's on the backs of these people. So you make time. I don't care right. what you have to do. You make, oh, or don't make the show well, then if you can't do that right. equally, I guess, right? I mean, there's so many kind of ironic moments too, like, you know, we had talked about earlier. and But then also there's this whole kind of scene or segment of one of the episodes where they talk about, or actually I think it might be in a couple episodes where they talk about how the media has sensationalized him. They had like a, mm. like a comic book and, and mm. even the victims in the show were like, complaining about how they're sensationalizing mm. it on a show that is that doing is the exact same, same thing. thing and so yes yeah. while on one hand yes that's really i applaud the the attempt to mm. pay homage to the victims but at the other hand it's like this show isn't doing them any favors either and so there's a cruel irony for sure yeah and so i think it's just if you if i look at it it's like i hate to say that the show shouldn't have been made because i feel like this is a good kind of vehicle for Evan Peters to show his ability as an actor. It's good work for all the crew and cast and stuff. But at the other hand, on the other hand, it's like you have to think about what what stories you're telling and be cognizant of. And look, I, I, I'm not like some I don't want to come off as some kind of like snowflake or something. But I do think it's like kind of too soon. And I do think that um, not contacting the every single family member of all the victims and, you know, at least letting them Issue know. A warning. Um, a warning and, and some and so I, I don't know like i just i feel like it's just there's so there, but like there's it, so, there you have an opportunity like it can go to the thing of like hollywood is just a bunch of remakes right it's like you can tell an original story mm-hmm. that that has the same the same notes and tones that you want to tell with this inter you can even make it about a serial killer who kills people and then you don't have to be so cognizant of the victims because they're fabricated but then you could tell the same basic story of it right um um in terms of a character study if you want to do a character study about someone who has the ability to be self-aware and do this well, but that's the not why this was it. made this was made because, because of the name because right? of the name and you're gonna you're gonna get asses in the seat so to speak because of the name and so this is where I sort of struggle, or struggled massively with the liberties that were taken in the story that I didn't think were necessary. So the biggest offender, which I think is kind of unforgivable, just saying, and again, loved the show as its own entity. But if we're going into the realities of this, so Niecy Nash, okay, um, who played Glenda Cleveland, I was really confused at first. I thought she was somebody else. And then I was like, no, wait, she's the other one. And I was like, then they went to the sandwich scene. And I was like, no, wait. Okay. So for those of you who may not know, Nisi Nash's character, Glenda Cleveland is a, is a person. Um, but it's, her character was like an amalgamation of two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That the woman who had seen the young boy in the alley that they returned to him was not the woman who lived next store to him in the building. That woman lived in another building across the way. That's when she'd seen the boy in the alley and her daughter, uh, I think the daughter and niece were with her. Yeah. Um, or daughters, I don't remember. Um, and so that's why I kept getting confused because when they brought like the sandwich out, I was like, no, 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 wait a minute, no. That was a woman that lived in the building that claimed that uh, that had befriended him in a, in a sense that was friendly with him, I guess, that claimed that he would make sandwiches for people in the building. Do we know if this is true? I don't know if, you know, because, of course, people jump on these tragedies and try to get attention for yeah. them. So we don't know how valid that is. But there was a woman. This is what was confusing me, because I was like, why is Nisi Nash like not being more friendly with him? It's because I remember reading about his neighbor that was physically closer to him in distance that had a friendlier relationship with him and i was like why is why are they showing it like she's always been scared of him because she's two characters two people that they made one character yeah um yes she did tell the police you know she was concerned about this boy being underage she did contact the fbi that that is all true but the way that they had it of her being next door and smelling things through her vent that that was the, the, the woman that had called the FBI about the, but that's not the way. So I'm like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why you would make that 
so confusing and have it be just two too much, people. It, like, it's just what, too much what story to tell point? in one season of a show. But what was the point of changing that? Right, right. Well, be, and, and I know because it's way more dramatic if you have a neighbor that hears people screaming and being cut into pieces and smells, you know what I mean? That's yeah. a way, that's way more cinematic and that works for the story way better than the truth, which was that that character didn't even live in the building. Yeah. Um, but those liberties, I don't, understand again with the blood and like the you know lionel was lionel's character or the person that he that he actually is as his father you know there was a lot of issue with that because he did seem sort of culpable in in his son's behavior you know and there was a lot of like if you watch him in interviews he doesn't seem to really get it (laughs) you know like the, the 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 gravity of everything um and uh, also, the you had mentioned the character in the house that got away, right, with the grandmother and all this. His grandmother didn't go to a bus stop with him and watch the boy all night and all that stuff. And the only reason why that guy didn't die um, was actually because of his weight. Mm. Because he didn't think that he could, like, get him down this, like, he was a bigger guy. Yeah. That was why he didn't kill that guy. It wasn't because his grandmother caught him and then stayed up all night and all that stuff. And so the, the things like that, I'm just like, why? Huh. Why? I mean, yeah. yeah, I guess, right, if you're watching a story, you're like, oh, the grandmother waits at the bus stop. And yet that did make for a better story than just sure. like, hey, I uh, I didn't gauge this properly and this yeah. fucker is going to be too heavy for me. So I'm just not going to kill him or, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, it just doesn't well, have the saying, same like, ring the, to it. Yeah. But it, that is still a person of which whom, like... There is the survivor's guilt. Can you imagine going through your life knowing you were that close to being murdered by a serial killer? Like that does shit to you. You know what I mean? So it's it seems like they kind of glaze over that. It's like, no, these are actual people. And that's that's really scary. Um, Like I said, Tracy in real life, you know, did not have a very good life after that. Yeah. As you would imagine somebody wouldn't. So I really wish they hadn't. I really wish they hadn't sort of run with those. It's like, just tell the story. Nobody just tells a story the way it's actually, the way it happened. It's there. There's always like this cinematic twist and spin on everything. And how do we better this scene? Like these people were murdered. Oh, yeah. Is it not enough that he was a serial killer? Like yeah. he's stealing bags of blood. Like what, what did that add? That added yeah. nothing. <laughs> they added that scene that he could have in showing him with the the blood dripping down his mouth yeah. and body. And he could put that in the You trailer. gave me a great screen grab. That's what yeah. you're getting. But, you know, it's not necessary because the things that he actually did were so much more horrific yeah. than that. Right. There's it's, no victim in like that. They want to have a sensationalized... <laughs> uh, they wanted to have, a like, with that one in particular, that you just want that sensationalized imagery without having to involve a victim. Yeah, because is it uh, how shocking is it if he would like drink from a small vial? I know, yeah. right? Oh, With his pinky up and just yeah, like, <laughs> like how do you? So like someone's there going like, oh, I know we'll steal bags of blood, cut up blood everywhere, and it's like, all right. Yeah. I mean, I guess <laughs> I just I mean I don't see why we need to do any of this, but um, I do. I mean. It, they they did a good job, as you said, with the reenactments with Gacy and and with Gein. Those could have been their own shows at that point. I prop that'll probably be a thing. Yeah, um, probably. But it's like I don't know. It's it's hard. It's interesting to you know watch shows about evil people, and this could be narrative too. It doesn't have to be like based on you know if you're watching mm-hmm. a show about like the Joker show was like one of the bigger kind of things. It's like do I want to watch a, an entire show about a villain essentially, and mm-hmm. so. Um, because, you know, you, you want to have somebody to root for, or you want to have, I don't know, most people do, you know, and, um, I could go either way, depending if the story's good, then the story's good. I don't really care, but it's, it's kind of an interesting thing to see play out if, if we'll start seeing more shows that are t- talking, it's more third person storytelling versus mm-hmm. first person storytelling, right? Where you're, you're just watching this scene play out and you don't, you're not being told, from a perspective of you're not preconditioning the audience to think of it as as a story that you're following this character you know a hero's journey sort of thing so um it's interesting yeah so this was um this was a tough one because as a show i thought it was incredible as a as a a scripted narrative right 
It was it was really, really well done. And everybody did such a damn good job. Um, but I I would be a giant hypocrite if I didn't, you know, point out the the issues with it. Yeah. In that should the show have been made? Yeah. No, probably not. Probably not. not. <laughs> you know? yeah. Probably didn't need to be made up made, uh, but if it's made, can we be accurate? Yeah. I guess right. I just think like can we can we can somebody just make an accurate depiction of of a horrific event right. you know it just uh and i think like imagine if you took liberties like that with history which i'm sure they have oh of course right obviously they um have... <laughs> but when you think of like like if you go to a museum right and they're like telling the story of something and they're like oh we'll just add something in here like yeah. no 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 <laughs> this is a museum yeah. you're supposed to well, look at Christopher Tell, Columbus. I mean, they do that. Shit well, all listen, the time. we're not gonna. <laughs> we're not gonna no, no, I'm not talking about like school book history. We know that is a pile of shit. But I mean, like actual, like if you like a show on the History Channel, I mean, oh, like actual, a, yeah, like yeah. historical um, uh, recaps of things. Like if people just, well, if the narrator just a narrator just took liberties with things, well, it's I like think, no, we're supposed to be that's telling the, the story. Thing about it all, storytelling in general, right? Is that. Before any kind of game. yeah, before any kind of official records were taken about stuff, and even still, even still, any situation that happens is going to be told or seen from a perspective, and that perspective is carrying the baggage of their life, right? And so, everybody, two people can view the same situation differently, right? And so, mm-hmm. you know, in that regards, that you have the whole perception as reality situation happening, and and it, it gets tricky, and and <clears throat> I think it relates to this because. You know, uh, uh, you're changing. So for someone like me, I don't know anything about this. I mean, I, don't, I know some stuff about them, but I'm watching this. And then I'm going to assume if you're making a show about somebody that some of the details, even the bigger ones, are going to be fairly accurate, you know? I mean, I realize I'm not watching a documentary and there's going to be some changes, but mm-hmm. um, some of them were pretty big. And if I were to say like, oh, man, th- you know, if some we were talking about Dahmer at uh, a, a Dahmer house party... <laughs> and they're like oh man as one does yeah and i could be like oh man it's a good thing that grandmother saved you know was there that one time and right it's like that never even happened so it's like i don't know it doesn't it doesn't do that's another argument i guess for not why having it be made if you're gonna just i mean it's kind of what you're saying but it's why have it be made if you're gonna change so much yeah. but then be super accurate with other things like with the courtroom yeah. scene so it's like i don't yeah but then leave things out of the courtroom scene, like the surviving victim that got him arrested, that it yeah. that set this whole thing off, giving that guy zero attention after the fact. Yeah. Like, why weren't we? And, you know, when in the courtroom, when the lady was because you showed me the original scene so I could compare the mm-hmm. two. Um, Dahmer wasn't wearing glasses. <laughs> That's what you pick. Up. Yeah. I was like, wait, he's not wearing glasses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Maybe he had contacts. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, it's that that kind of stuff always just kind of gets me. I mean, I, I look, I was the kid who was baffled when I found out that all of the dinosaurs at the Museum of Natural History were not actually dinosaurs. Right. When somebody was like, well, you know, like the parts that 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 were created and cast that I was like, what? Wait a minute. Hold on. I've been going there my whole life for every school trip was to the Museum of Natural History. And I legit thought that every single one of those fucking bones were bones that they pulled out of a goddamn rock. And you're telling me that 30% of that dinosaur is genuinely dinosaur bones and the rest is just sort of modeling something or other? I just assume something that museum, other? like nothing you see in a museum is the actual thing. No, they recreation. take like what they... So like it, if, you like, go to, if you go to a, a museum and, and look at the Mona Lisa, for example, and I don't I don't believe that oh, that's, you don't the think that's the real Mona one. Lisa? No. Why would they just have that out for someone to steal? Well, it's not that easy to steal. Well, of course not. But still, like I feel like it's probably hidden in the back in a safe and then they just have a, 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 a photocopy of it. That's a that's a that's a film right there though. Has that been a film? Someone's probably like they made that film already. Well, if they know. did, I didn't watch it. I don't know. That's that's been my like ever since I learned that the dinosaur thing. Well, I had seen and, the dinosaur things, thing, and they, like, you know that's not actually the thing. That's just a well, representative. Well, it is. Of it. It's just not all of it. So like, like I said, thirty percent of the of a brontosaurus, for instance, are bones that they found. The rest could not be recovered enough to actually like yeah. put them together or whatever. And so then they create the rest of it so that you have. I mean, yeah. So I guess if you think about it, right? If I walk into a museum and I see thirty percent of a brontosaurus, it doesn't have the same effect, right? 
in terms of well, size but, but and scale, right? I'm like, well, like, how big was that? Because it's, I don't know. You just take the bones, cast it, and then, like, it doesn't have to be the actual sure it does. item. No, well, yeah, it absolutely I'm just does. Saying, that makes it way cooler. Yeah, of course it does. I'm just saying, like, but from the museum's perspective... Oh, they we, can do anything, sure, yeah, but I mean... I would, I'm not going to touch it. Listen, don't take this it, from me, so. okay? I want to believe that the shit that's in there is what's actually... It's if not. you tell me that the shrunken heads in the Museum of Natural History are not no. real shrunken heads, you're going to just wreck my life, okay? So just leave, just leave it alone. Let there be whimsy. You can't trust people. To, you can't put expensive things you think around I, people. You think... I am the most distrusting person, but I still have whimsy, okay? <laughs> I want to wow. believe that that those things, that, that not That's all of them. That's my conspiracy theory. I know today, not all of them are real. Is that everything in the museum is a copy. Everything. See, that's where, I mean, everything. I don't think everything is. I think there's a big, you know, they have big storage places, and that's where all the real shit is, and it's super guarded or whatever. Temperature controlled. Yeah, all that stuff. And all the stuff in the actual museum is fake. <laughs> That's. That's my... It was your face when you said <laughs> it. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. We'll go with that. That's that's your theory. And that's not mine. Because look, if I have something that's worth $20 million, you think I'm going to leave that out for a bunch of kids to walk by? Well, they don't leave it out. Like, you can't like you can't just, like, slap your hands all over the Mona Lisa. Like, there's a the reason why... Movie. You can sneak into any building. There's a reason why and... there's securities and cameras everywhere and guards and, ro- and to yeah. keep you away from it. To like, you, you can't just grab it. To give you the illusion that that stuff is real. Well, then why would people steal them? Because they don't know any better. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How did we get to this? I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm <laughs> I said, oh, a short episode, one of our longest episodes where we talk about one thing, and now we're talking about museums. the farce of museums. All right, listen, I don't know what's going on next week, uh, but we'll figure it out. Shout outs to MoGraph. To MoGraph. And I'm still going to just, I still want to live in a world where I think that part of the things in a museum are real. <laughs> Paul okay. thinks that they're complete malarkey, and that's fine. It's, you know, it, it, it hot and cold. It, it somehow opposites attract, and this is the people that we are and the couple that we are. He has no whimsy. Uh, I'm learning this after 15 years together. I was the pessimist in this relationship, and now all of a sudden museums are fake. So... This will be a conversation for later, I think. <laughs> we'll have to dig deep into who pissed in your Cheerios. Going to have to hit Google <laughs> and see what the internet says about this. I don't know what's going on. Um, but we will talk to you again next week. Yes, indeed. Bye. Bye. Bye.